Podcast where we re-examine Mary Kate Ashley Olson's careers through a modern day feminist lens. I'm Lenny Harms. I'm a writer actor. I'm Becca Roth. I'm a writer director. And today is going to be a little different. Yes. Yes. So um we talked about three weeks ago. Yes. When we were doing the Jay Leno episode yes. where Mary Kate and Ashley were on Jay Leno. Yes. And um, we noticed they, Jay Leno just did a terrible job in her. Absolutely them. awful. He yeah. was not interested in them. He did not take them seriously. He didn't ask them anything about their careers or their projects. Mm-hmm. It was a stone cold bummer. Totally. Yes. Big, big bummer. And so we, and in that episode, we were like, is this just like how Jay Leno was talking with people at the time? So we watched Kelly Clarkson interview. It was a lot different. Yeah. But that kind of opened up a whole can of worms. Yes. So we were basically like, how were teenage girls talked to and interviewed during the 2000s? And how are they talked to and interviewed now? Now, yeah. So today we did some research. Yeah. And yeah, so this might, (laughs) look... Mary Kate and Ashley fans of the world, this is through the lens of Mary Kate and Ashley yes. Olsen, even if we are not talking about Mary Kate and Ocean Olsen specifically. Mary Kate Ocean Olsen. Mary Kate Ocean. Wow, what if she got together with Frank Ocean? He's gay, famously. Well, whatever. But what a what a pair that Let's would be. Let's do an episode on that. Uh, yeah, forget no, this. No, but here's the thing, you guys. We're inevitably going to be talking about Mary Kate and Ashley. We're going to be talking about the interview with Jay Leno, their careers globally all of that so don't worry no yeah but we've wanted to do this for a while of sort of we've focused so much on Mary Kate and Ashley for the past year and a half this is a Mary Kate and Ashley podcast but Mm -hmm. we also are talking a lot about pop culture the way that women are treated the way that the media portrays women and teens now and at the time that Mary Kate and Ashley were really popular yeah Um, so we just feel like it's like time to do an episode where we examine that more how the treatment of other women in the media at in the 2000s compared to now yes and this will just help us give more context to everything that we talk about with Mary Kate and Ashley yes and yeah so we looked at some interviews with some heavy hitters yes heavy from the time yeah so we have we looked at interviews with Paris Hilton yeah Hillary Duff Miley Cyrus Hayden Pentier. Pentier. I always have a hard time. Lindsay Lohan. Mm-hmm. Britney Spears. Yep. And then we looked at some present day comps. Yeah. Sadie Sink, Millie Bobby Brown, and Charlie D'Amelio. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I we have a lot to talk about. A lot to talk because about. Because I have so many thoughts. Me too. So let's dive in and let's come just on this get journey into with it. us. This is one that I'm really excited about. I have a feeling we have so much to say about it um, in so little time. And I feel like it's going to be a little hard, but ultimately helpful. Oh, so a little time of one episode? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, try, I went for it. No, it's okay. You I have to, to take clarify. swings and you have to let yourself know that you could fail and that like you'll still be okay. Absolutely. It's important so, to not to 
to fail sometimes. And I wouldn't say I bombed. I just don't know that I was totally clear. No, it wasn't very clear. It was also a transition. I was adjusting. You were like thinking about. So it just wasn't my best. Yeah. But I'm still worthy of love. Oh, a thousand percent. A million percent. Yes. And with that, let's start. Let's dive in. So first on my list here is Hillary Duff. So this- and shout out to our Instagram followers because this was DM'd to us. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for sending us this. Thank it was you. just after our Jay Leno interview where we, where we talked about the Jay Leno interview. With Mary-Kate and Ashley. Mary-Kate and Ashley. So this is also Leno. I'm just going to say a lot of these are Leno, but some of them aren't. We have Jimmy Fallon. We have Letterman. Yeah. We have Conan. We um, tried to stick to talk shows. There are a few times it kind of goes outside of that. But, but it's we- mostly talk show it's mostly late night uh talk shows because we just wanted to get like some consistency (laughs) yeah and just be able to compare it we also have the view like yeah yeah but um okay so So this is hillary dove at the exact same age mary kate and ashley were in the interview that we just unpacked like she's literally 15 about to drive exactly like it's exactly the same yes so she is there promoting the lizzie mcguire movie yes and she's talking about how excited she is to drive. Um, she's right, so bubbly. So bubbly. So schmoozy. I mean, she yes. is clearly. First of all, it's it's very interesting watching someone who broke into the industry as a kid yeah. versus someone who woke up and was conscious at nine on months set. old and was like, okay, Uncle Jesse, you're my uncle. Well, they came like, into consciousness on, on set. Full, on set of Full House. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so right away, like. There is a clear difference just in the way that she presents herself. Right. She's very clearly someone who's been like hustling in Hollywood and totally. who is like very bubbly, very schmoozy, yes. laughing when she's supposed to, like uh-huh. joking with Arsenio Hall, Giving who's also there. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, She's definitely like doing a thing. Whereas Mary Kate and Ashley are just sort of like, we're here. We do our thing. We're do. Why are we? You don't know. You don't want us here. We don't want to be here. Like, it's just sort of like. It's so much more casual and like real. Yeah. In that way. But also Hillary Duff. Like, yeah, that this is it's so interesting to see people's different perspectives because she's on top of the world. Yes. Yeah. This is the height of her team thing. Yes. You know? Yes. Like she had just wrapped Lizzie McGuire. The TV show movie was out. I'm pretty sure her album comes clean with come clean on it had already been out or yeah was i think out. it's about to come out because she's talking about her sister writing some songs for oh, her right yeah. yeah so that's about to be absolutely huge yeah and she's just so freaking excited yeah yeah, yeah and she's very, very bubbly completely different energy he also uh jay leno is also a lot more engaged yeah. like he asks her what kind of cars she likes he asks her about the movie yeah. he asks her the plot of the movie he asks her how the show feeds into the movie he shows a clip of the movie I know. which why the fuck didn't they show getting there if they were there to promote getting there i don't know he shows a clip of everything that people are promoting yes except for getting there why are they there I, it, honestly this was very validating because yeah. we talked about that in our in our interview when we were talking about that interview it's I usually there's mostly banter and a yeah. little bit of promo right but there's never no promo there's never no promo yeah. right and right there was zero promo and yeah he just you know asked them the boring shit about boyfriends and like fighting the same stuff boys. we've all heard yeah. yeah it definitely feels like Jay Leno doesn't want them there and Mary can actually don't want to be there yeah and this one like every and in this one Hillary Duff like Jay Leno is even like I don't know anything about you but everyone keeps telling me I want you on, that we need to get you on the show right, right. so what is your deal man yeah yeah like everyone's saying that right exactly as opposed to like him being like I don't know anything about you but like you're here so do you like boys right like he's just like so what is it about you I'm dying to know like he's more engaged 
Yes. There's also one part. There's all okay. I spoiler alert. There's something inappropriate in each and every one of these interviews. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Could but you tell? This or one. Could you predict it? So she's basically saying, "He's like, what kind of cars do you like?" Oh my god. That's like yeah. This made me so sad. So she said that her the car that she likes the most is the Hummer, which is he, also such a typical thing in 2007. Yeah, they were that was the biggest 2003. Car. It was oh, it was 2003. Sorry, but even more appropriate. That yeah, was the car it was of 2003 the cool car. Yeah. And he, she's saying, like, I love a Hummer. And then he he starts laughing. The audience starts laughing. Arsenio Hall, who's sitting there next to her, like, drinks a lot of water and spills it all over his face and, like, can't contain. He's doing this whole bit about how she set this, like, sexual innuendo. And she's trying to, like, play along because she's like, I know. Could you imagine me in such a big car? Because she doesn't know what a Hummer means because she's 15. Wait, what does a Hummer mean? Oh. <laughs> I was very uncomfortable because I thought... I thought they were talking about like, oh, she loves big cars. What other big stuff does she like? Okay, that might oh, that oh, might be oh, part oh. of it. Okay. Here's the thing. Even though Lanny doesn't know what a Hummer is, <laughs> and I'm not going to be the one to corrupt you. Uh, no, you have to say it now. Okay, well, hold on. This is a family show. but <laughs> it's um, not. But we talk about drugs all okay, the time. Okay, here's what I'll say. My The takeaway is it doesn't matter what they're saying. It's very clear. It's sexual. That they are... Yes, that they're like, oh, 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 and that she is left out of it, that she doesn't get it. Yes. And that she's trying to play along, but they are laughing like at her expense, basically. Also, she's 15. Just she's as a reminder. She's 15. This made me one thing I wrote was like, God, does this get better for girls now? And I'm very excited to talk about the, the new ones. But yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> look it up on Urban Dictionary. OK, I see. Okay, I'll look it up on Urban Dictionary right okay. now. Okay. So you don't have to tell me anything. All right, so it is um, a sexual act <laughs> that um, uh, involves singing. Um, sure. The thing that's... The Look th- it up on Urban Dictionary. Oh, it's okay. not that insane, but whatever. Uh, the it's thing- not. It's it, it's a humming. It, it, you're humming while you're doing something yeah, else. It's not, it's the pretty, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. But um, I think the thing that that is so dumb i know wait a second wait a second yeah she jay leno asks hillary duff what's your favorite car you probably look like you want a little car like a honda or whatever yeah and she's like i actually really love hummers so the context couldn't be more clear right she's talking about cars talking about cars yeah it's the hottest car of 2003 and yeah and then arsenio and jay both decide to Take it in that direction. And to laugh at her and be like, and oh, wow, she. But, but and do a water bit that right. goes on way too long. Right. The that wa- is ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. And it just goes back to the like, I mean, we'll talk about this with the blaming the teen girl. Unfortunately, there's something like that in present day. But like, it's like she like she brought us to this. Like she made us. Yeah. Like we had to. Whoa, I can't. I have to drink all this water because she did this to me. I'm the victim. Like Exactly. She's, she's sexualizing herself. Right. Poor me. She's only right. 15 jail bait. Right. And she literally just, that's what the car is literally called. Yes. It's not even the, a nickname for the car. No. It's literally it's called a Hummer. Anything. It's just no. the name. And it's not God. her fault that it's called that and that that's the car she likes. God, I hate this. Yeah. This, like, this is bringing back so many memories of feel, of being a teen. Literally just like yes. right now when I didn't know what a Hummer was. Yes. Like that, and then people being like, oh, Lanny, you don't? Like, yes. Yeah. Like this is like this is very visceral to me right yeah. now. I feel like especially as a teen, especially like when you are 15, 16 and you're starting to realize that you are being perceived in this world yeah. as a sexual. Yes. Like 
commodity yeah and you're also on tv and all whatever yeah like that is i am just getting like all of these flashbacks to feeling and so the, humiliated it's humiliating I don't know there's how so to much manage shame. my own sexuality and other people are forcing it on me yeah exactly and yeah so she's like having to kind of fit into this role that she's not actually in and like but she's left out of it like yeah she's left out it's of the joke expense. it's at her expense but totally it's like I mean I this brought me back I, I'm remembering like very vividly like people like joking about 69 I must have yeah. been like in middle school Aww. and I remember asking my friend like what does it mean and she was like look at it and I was like I am I don't get it yeah. like, like Aww. <laughs> and why would you yeah why you get it yeah it really doesn't make a ton of sense no it really doesn't no like it truly like where are the arms no it looks like two tadpoles yeah exactly yeah exactly like i'm just like is this about sperm exactly like (laughs) yes and that's valid obviously if you say look at it it's like i did i'm asking you yes (laughs) like as a friend yeah please yeah please be my friend in these times (laughs) um anyway so Yeah, so that that bummed me out a lot. That's um, like the worst part of this one. I think I think yeah. for the most part it's pretty straightforward. They showed a clip from the movie. Yeah. And I don't think it was the greatest clip to show. No. Yeah. No, definitely not. No. I have to say, as someone who like pursued acting and I looked at I, I watched Hillary Duff and Mary Kate Nash Olson a lot. I do wonder if I learned a lot of bad habits from watching them act. I'm sure you did. Because they... I'm sure we all did. They were very, like, hunched and small and yeah. small and smiley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, like, all of that stuff that was beaten out of you yeah. the second you get into a scene study class. Yeah, I'm sure that's why we're both not famous actresses yet, is that Fully. we had to... We had to unlearn, unlearn. what Hillary Duff and Mary Kate Ashley taught us. Exactly. But not Mary Kate Ashley and Two of a Kind. No, they were perfect. They was perfect. I should have just watched that as my master class for every single we day. We didn't know. We didn't know. Okay, so next up we have Paris Hilton. And yes. this one is oh, genuinely is- devastating. Yes. And this is when I texted you. I was like, oh my God, landing the Paris Hilton interview. Yeah. So God damn. This is-, this is Letterman now. And I would hope that this could not fly today. I don't. I No absolutely not so here's what it is paris hilton this is 2007 paris hilton's like maybe 25 yeah um he invites her on he's like she's here to talk about her perfume Mm -hmm. and her clothing line and her movie or whatever yeah and then the minute she sits down he says so how was jail yeah and she you know it's a talk show it's light it's 2007 like she's yeah. trying to keep it light but she's very clearly like uncomfortable yeah she's like she's i also like, don't know how long ago she had been in jail at that point i think it was was it years before no it, it sounded like it was like within the year yeah and he just hadn't i mean she said like oh it's in the past i don't want to talk about it he's like well we haven't talked about it but anyway let, yeah, me, yeah. let me just kind of break down how this went down so basically it was like how was jail and she's she answers it in a very diplomatic way like you know it was hard but i learned a lot and i'm stronger for it yep and he keeps egging her on and just being like wow you really fucked up or like wow like just like making like making yeah. her a joke yes and finally she's basically just like I don't want to talk about this. This is not why I'm here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm not going to answer any more questions about this. And then he's like, well, so here's the thing, though, is that I do want to talk about it. Yeah. And she's like, anytime he asks her anything about it, like, I'm very proud of her. Like, she really held her ground in a nightmare situation. Life was really hard to Paris Hilton. Yeah. And it was like, like she, I actually felt like she was like in a living nightmare. Absolutely. Because, and then she was just like, 
I, I've, I'm not going to answer any more about this. And anytime she said that, it was taken like a joke. Yeah. That's the nightmare of it. And she literally was like, I'm here to talk about my my perfume. My Like, that's why I came here. Like, and he was like, oh, and she and she kept looking over like to like a producer or, or probably a like, PR publicist. Yeah, yeah. And like, and it's very clear from watching this that she was tricked. <sighs> like that she was lured into, like she was like, I'm here to talk about my perfume. Yeah. They're like, Leno's just gonna ask you, or Letterman's gonna ask you about your perfume, whatever. Um, and then he, she like, he like brought her there under false pretenses, and she's like, I'm not gonna talk about that. And that's all he talked about. But I've moved on with my life, so I don't really want to talk about it yeah, anymore. But I know. I, know. <laughs> I, know. I appreciate that. See, uh, this is where you and I are different because this is. All I want to talk about. Um, have you? Uh, did you? Did you make any friends while you were in jail? Yeah, that's right. I'm not answering any more questions. No more questions about I'm jail? here for my clothing line and my movie and my perfume. Okay. I'm not here to talk about that. I'm going on to the next yeah, question. Okay. I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, um, I would. Because, because in all seriousness now, this could be your legacy. This as a contribution to, to the young people of this country. Love you too. Yeah. Uh, somebody you met in prison? Because... So here's the thing I was also wondering, because I mean, like this isn't again foreshadowing for later, but I do think guys especially, but maybe pop culture at large really enjoyed when someone didn't like something and doubling down on yes. it. Yes. Like I, yes. that's what I got the sense that Jay Leno was doing, yes. David Letterman was doing, yes. was he saw how uncomfortable the talking about jail yeah. were yeah. and then decided to poke her that much harder right. about it. Like right. he might have moved on from it if she had been Given like, a born <laughs> answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, the people I met. Oh wow. I could tell you stories. Yeah. Well, that the, the, the jail or the the cases are still open so <laughs> yeah anyway yeah exactly like, but like, for her like putting up a clear boundary yeah i don't want to talk about that he's like well then what else are we got that was i feel like in yeah some, in his maybe this is like a 90s comedy thing yeah but that to him was go further in that direction right, right. it's not unlike what the groundlings teaches like make yeah, like ban the flames that's true and people like watching people get really uncomfortable right. but this is a real person exactly but no one treated her like she was but and that's the other thing about it is this Paris Hilton at the time and is referenced in so many of these other interviews oh that we're going to talk about. I know people saying, please promise you're not going to be one of those bad. Yes. Girls. Like they're like talking specifically about, about her Paris Hilton and Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. Yes. It is 
this is honestly so upsetting. Like, yeah. I mean, we're, we'll jump around a tiny bit, but like in the view I'm with Hayden Panettiere, yeah. like Rosie O'Donnell, like hugs her and is like, you're such a good girl. Like promise you're not going to be one of those bad girls. And it's like, we're supporting you. We're support, we're protecting you. But like at the expense of these like rotten, horrifying, like women who get, who's like have paparazzi, like photograph, like under their dresses and it's their fault somehow. Absolutely. And it's like, it's very upsetting. I will also say, I don't want to jump too forward in the future, but this, the like egging her on after she puts up a clear boundary is like a very clear parallel to the thing with Sadie Sink, which oh, really, yeah. it's like the exact same thing. A thousand percent what I'm thinking of. Of her yeah. being like, I'm uncomfortable. And then being like, well, we weren't going to do it, but because you're so uncomfortable, you had to do it. Exactly. And it's like a joke and she's fully blamed for it. We will get to we it. We will get to but it. But we it's have not problem. come as far as we think we have. And it's very upsetting. It's very, very upsetting. Yeah. But yeah. And I feel like, um, David Letterman felt like he could do this with Paris Hilton because of all the discourse that had been going around about Paris Hilton right. for honestly the last five years. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that he feels like, okay, maybe, maybe he's hurting her feelings, but like he has the whole world on his side. Exactly. He is not going to be the one in the, the wrong with yes. this. Yeah. He, Cause she's Paris Hilton. She's a joke and she's rich. Yeah. So, so it's doubly okay. Yeah. She's that it's, it's such a, terrible trifecta of of things because she's a gorgeous beautiful woman yeah who also was famous for being famous one of those first people that people were like god fame is getting out of hand yeah like, she is just famous because her daddy is Hilton yeah she's like the first Kardashian yeah exactly yeah and then but she also loved the fame like, yeah she created this right. whole like celebrity influencer thing right um, and then, and then got so deeply villainized for it. Yeah. And then when that sex tape came out, yeah. like that in her documentary is so I actually shockingly haven't watched it. I feel like I would love it. I think you would. Yeah. You absolutely would because people ripped her to shreds yeah. and enjoyed every minute it was shot. Oh, they loved Freud it. Because it was everything they expected because she was going out and partying all the time. Right. So it's like she deserved it. She deserved it. Absolutely heartbreaking and now she went to jail oh my god yeah even more stuff that we can rip her out I, yeah for. exactly and like anytime this is why it feels like she's in hell because like anytime she tries to genuinely say like i learned a lot i grew because like, he's like what about your friends what do your friends say about all this yeah. and she's like they're really supportive and they think yes. that i've grown and they're really proud of me and he's and that's a joke like yes. that's taken like it's a joke and she's being so smart and th yes and, and thoughtful and she's holding herself together yes. like she like she's like this wall but she's she's still like nice like I don't yeah. know not that she has to be nice but like she yeah she's just like holding herself together and putting up these clear boundaries over and over like she right. never relents like she's never like oh, fine yeah you pushed me enough she's just like I, I'm not gonna say anything more and like, then she was like oh, you're making me sad that me regret being okay here. that's the part that also broke my heart because she turned on this like pouty little damsel in distress character when she's like now I feel sad. You make me sad. And then like pouts at the audience. That's and he, But he's like, no, really? No, you're not sad, right? And he's like surprised. And now you're making me sad that I came. because Oh, no, 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 please. Feeling. Oh, no, please don't, don't be sad. Are you really sad? No. Are you feeling better now? You stopped talking about it, yes. I'll buy you a parakeet. And it's like, she's been telling you this whole time to fucking stop yes. asking me. This is a real thing that happened to me. Yes. This was traumatizing. I she fucked said up. trauma. It was traumatizing. Yeah. yeah. The whole world was laughing at me when I was going through this, like, 
bad. Like I went to jail. Yeah. Well, obviously, it was a very traumatic experience. God, was it? You know, I, and I, I, think, I did it. So yeah. I, can, I feel like I can do anything. You now. can survive anything. Yes. Sure. It was hard. I'm telling you, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And then she has to resort to this new tactic of like, hmm, shit. And he's like what mm-hmm. no you're not really sad right and she's like i regret coming here and he's like no like it's just so it's just so ugh. that is her defense though that's her defense mechanism yeah and that's like that's again what part of the, what the documentary shows is her um alter ego that she puts up which yeah. is this performance of femininity yeah which she does so well and it got her in to where she is and also got right. her in a lot of trouble but yeah yeah it yeah god the layers of this are so oh god this one was like shocking and devastating i will say there's elements of it like i said with the sadie sing thing that we'll get to later in this episode that still stands but i do think i hope that now if there was someone who went through something hard and the they were being interviewed by someone who was just like pushing them and laughing at them i would hope that there's some kind of pushback yeah I would hope. I really, I, I really don't think an interview like this would fly nowadays. I hope not. I really. I, also, rehab now I think has a much better reputation. I feel like in the in the two thousands, mm-hmm. that was like the height of like rehab being a huge joke, right? Because it was like, like a calling card of you really messed up. Yeah, you like you went to far. rehab. Yeah, I always think about. Um, there was an episode of Craig Ferguson. Mm-hmm. He had a show and he did a monologue basically saying like we need to stop doing this like we need to stop like treating women like this and they're like look what happened to Anna Nicole Smith and everyone starts laughing and he's like we pushed her like this far and then she died and everyone laughs and he's like what the fuck are you doing like yeah she literally died and you're laughing like you thought that was a punchline people are falling apart people are people are dying that Anna Nicole Smith woman she died no, it's not a joke, you know, it's, it stops being funny that, that she's got a six-week-old kid or six-month-old kid. What the hell is that? You know, and, I, I, and I, I'm starting to feel uncomfortable about making fun of these people. And for me, comedy should have a certain amount of joy in it. It should be about, uh, about us attacking the powerful people, attacking the politicians and the, and the Trumps and the, and the blowhards and the world, uh, going after them. We should be attacking the vulnerable people. And I think, I, I'm going to, this is totally a mea culpa, this is just for me, I think my aim's been off a bit recently. I, I, I want to change it a bit. So tonight, no Britney Spears jokes. This woman has two kids. She's 25 years old. She's a baby herself. She's a baby. Good for Craig for saying I know. that then. I would like to see that because... I'll put it in, in this episode, just that part of it. Yeah, because I do feel like we, um, we really haven't even started reckoning. We like yeah. I guess we technically started reckoning with how we treated women in the early two thousands. Um, but I really don't think people have taken responsibility yet. No. And I I do I'm very grateful that mental health awareness is so much more um uh, out in the open yeah. now and taken more seriously now. And I think because of like the epidemic going around the country from yeah. people in the same situations, like yeah. regular people, not just celebrities. Um, I think that's good and great, but like, there's still so much work to be yeah. done. Yeah. I, there's definitely more work to be done. Like, I wonder if David Letterman, like what do you would think if he watched this now? Like if he, yeah, I, I gotta, I have to believe he would be remorseful. I, I hope I so. I believe in Letterman. Like, yeah, I, I really don't 
believe in Jay Leno. Um, no. But Letterman was someone who I do, I, I really do think it has some heart in him. I don't know him, but yeah. um, I hope he would see this and be embarrassed. I hope so too. And I hope, I hope he sees this and apologizes, honestly. Yeah. The lot, there's a so lot too. of apologies that are need a to be A lot had. of apologies. Like, has Diane Sawyer ever apologized to Britney Spears? I don't know. She should. I can't. I think that would be huge news if she did. That, yeah, I think so too. So I don't think she has. I think so too. Um, but I, I will say like on the, like we are in a good direction of like, it's not acceptable. I, I think to like, make fun of celebrities for like having mental health issues or like going to rehab and like people are a lot more open about like to the point where it's actually kind of like oh protect them yeah like or or like like Billie Eilish talks about like I don't know people just like well Demi Lovato too right yeah that's who I think of now is like the modern day like person who has gone to rehab and now we are rallying behind them instead of like instead of being like like, you went to rehab right yeah yeah um Oh God, Britney Spears. We we have an interview with her, but like, I'm just thinking about the documentary about her that came out like a year ago of just like how miserable her life was when people were just like kicking yeah. her when she was down and like she was like trying to like like the paparazzi were just like not leaving her alone and she like went to hide. I'm sure I've mentioned this on the podcast because I always remember yeah. it. She went to hide yeah, in like yeah. a cafe with her son, yeah, we just for like this. a safe haven and then the cafe was like she's in here yeah oh god do you actually want to talk about britney spears next because yeah, it does, sure. i feel like the, what we're talking about is very much related i agree to her and i think it's talking about britney and paris in the same um, yeah thing makes sense britney spears 2003 jay leno yep so this is she's promoting her in the zone album yeah and she is also singing me against the music yeah so wonderful era for britney incredibly wonderful era yes. for britney uh music wise yes uh she's 21 really, yep she just turned 21 yeah um which i can't believe like she's so i look at her and i'm just like again like with mary Kate nashley i'll never be that old she is 14 years younger than me i know i can't believe that but that's also like the power of music of, of music the power of makeup and clothing and yeah. all of that stuff i think oh it really i think women young women at this time did look older than they were yes and i think part of that was intentional yes and i think that was how the style was too yeah it was like a, a amped up sexiness happening yeah um people blamed britney spears for that because right they blamed her yes she like pushed everyone else all of her female celebrities to sex it up and blonde it up and bosom it up as if it wasn't like rolling so like uh, rolling stone put her on the cover naked she didn't put herself on the cover exactly it's like the industry loved it and then the industry pushed other women to do this to have as much money and attention as yeah, britney had people right wanted people to be like britney right people weren't asking to be britney right and celebrities have been so vocal about yeah, this yeah they have been so so vocal about how there was so much pressure to be like britney because she was the biggest celebrity and everyone else wanted the biggest celebrity right. in their corner right you had to be that if you were like an artist with like management or whatever like they made you do it like yeah. you had to do it but then you'd get blamed for it right and then britney became the punching bag for the people whole loved damn thing. for everything yeah people loved making women 
dress a certain way, act a certain way, and then ridicule them for it. Like we were one of the things I actually, I don't think I kept this on the thing because it actually was like pretty wholesome and fine, but it was like a, an interview with Ellen with Lindsay Lohan Oh, and Lindsay was wearing like a t-shirt that was like pretty low cut and like jeans with holes in them. And Ellen's like, aren't you cold? Like, Oh, you're so cold. Whatever. And it's just like, that part wasn't holding. That part was what I'm saying is yeah. like, it's just like, Oh, you're so ridiculous. You just insist on wearing that skimpy outfit. Like, but it's like, you made me, right. you told me I had to. You as in the greater you yes, in the industry. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. And that, and it's not to say that like, look, women should be able to express their sexualities in any way right. that they want. Like there was of never course. a good reason to make Britney a villain for being sexified. And it's also like crazy to zero in only on that for the rest of her life. Yeah. And then force everyone else to do that. It's just like, yeah, God, we have so, so much to learn and what happened. So anyways, well, the oh, crazy, I just want to say like the crazy thing about this interview that struck me yeah. with Britney is like, how, like there's definitely like red flags within the interview but like yeah. just stepping back a little bit is like how crazy people went for her in the audience like they were losing yes. their minds when like a year later everyone turned on her yes oh my god that is that is I also noticed that yeah because um so when the person comes in to sit down and the audience goes crazy like they couldn't they couldn't contain themselves. Yeah, they couldn't. And it contain- was unlike anything we've and seen. And we've seen so many interviews. And yeah, people, anytime she'd say something, anytime she'd make a face, yeah. it was just like a crowd of people just like losing their fucking minds for her. She was yes. huge. We can't fathom how huge she was. No. I don't even think that the industry is set up to have anyone as huge as Britney anymore because of how spread out everything is yeah. and how like yeah. music and, and everything is yeah. so much more compartmentalized and too niches. Yeah. Um, which but is she was good it. She bad, was everything. But she was biggest yeah like can't, there's I don't know yeah 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 yeah, yeah. But, the, but knowing that that she was so loved. beloved and cheered and then as quickly as possible they all everyone just hated her and yeah wanted like reveled in her uh takedown and her downfall like yeah really just so depressing well it's, it's a bad thing about humanity so in so. this um in this interview um Jay Leno spends the first half basically quizzing Britney once this is after the crowd has calmed down which takes a good couple minutes yeah um spends the whole time interviewing her on her preferences in men basically quizzing yes can I first say though before that he before the quizzing about men which he they do for a lot of these girls um he said he asked her about the Rolling Stone cover where she's naked. Oh, right, and what her dad. Yeah, he's like, "What did your it. dad think? What did your grandpa think? Like, what did the men in your life who yeah, own you think?" Yeah, literally. And she's like, "Did you call your dad?" Like, and she's like, and she had to play along with it. Like, yeah, it was a little like whatever. Yeah, but like that's what ha- that's the culture. Then her dad literally did have ownership over her. Like he literally. And in that, I always think about the interview in the Britney Spears documentary where the brother is like, the women in our family just think they can do whatever they want. Like, they just think yeah. they, yeah. Very toxic. Yeah. They're also from like, you know, Louisiana. Louisiana. There's a very specific yeah. gender roles in that area too. And yeah. in the 90s, I'm sure it was yeah something I can't even fathom. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we're talking about boys yeah and then so so does all that and then basically just says so like older men younger men you like yeah um 
there's a lot about ages of men and Jay Leno literally always does this. <laughs> I think he even did this with Hillary Duff. He did. Being like, so how old is a man when he's like a father figure? And how old, like what's the oldest man like you would fuck? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yes. And then whatever age she says, he's like, oh man, just missed it. Or like, yeah. yeah. Why does he think it's funny? I don't I guess know. maybe a lot of... Look, late night is about appealing to the entirety of America. Yeah. Maybe there is something about that that is really relatable in all parts of the country. But like, uh, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem right. No, it doesn't. It doesn't seem right. Yeah, because she says the oldest to date is thirty eight. Right. And he's like, because she's twenty one. Right. Remember? And he's like, what about forty? What about what? Like whatever. Like Fifty three. Uh, uh, yeah, because that's his age. Yeah. And she's like, no. That's going a little too up there. It's like, oh my god, just relax, Jay Leno. Don't try to sleep with literally every woman I you know. talk to. I think it was Lindsay that he did this with, actually, not Hillary. But oh, we'll we'll get we'll I think, get there. I thought it was all of it, but Maybe yeah, it was anyway. all of them. But um, so here's the other thing about Britney. Um, we could do a whole podcast on Britney, but it's it's been done a lot. But she is so open, and this is yes. also why it got so bad for her. Yeah. And it's also this is why it breaks my heart so much. Yeah, is because she was such an open book. Yeah, and she was like, you know, I think I, I mean I probably like date someone my age, of course. Yeah, and yeah, like thirty eight. Like I have, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. And yeah, like, yeah. She is so sweetly open. Yes, and it devastates yes. me that everyone took advantage of that yes. and that's also why i think because she had so, they, they get into this in the documentaries like she was so um the access to her she wanted yeah. like she was open she wanted people to like know who she was and love who mm. she was and people loved who she was yeah and they, they saw like all these different sides of her and yeah she was so relatable yeah and and then because she didn't have those those walls those boundaries mm. They just tore her apart. They tore her apart because they knew everything about her. Yeah, I know. It's really seeing like the kind of like bright light Britney versus the like world ruined her life Britney mm-hmm. is really sad because this is like bright light Britney. This is bright, bright light. Also, it's interesting because her voice seemed lower in this interview. I know. I was wondering if it was the video or if it was her. I guess it might have been the video, but it also might have been her because this is this is this is Britney burning white hot. I feel yeah. like we've had bright light Britney. Like I think Oops era is yeah. very like. Oh my god! Like, can you believe I'm the biggest star in the world? Yeah. Like, Whereas this is like I'm owning it. Like I'm literally I'm the biggest owning star. It, in the- and it's also like kind of a lot. Like she does seem yeah. a little bit like not on the brink, but yeah. But she's it's she seems very someone who's been going 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 yes for five years yeah 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 i mean yeah she's been at it for a minute and like he's like oh you've been here four or five times and like he asks her like if stuff bothers her whatever and she's like no i've been doing it enough like i've like i've been around the block like i get it right right also i will say she's so talented like her dancing oh my god and the way she just like commands the audience we both watched all the way to the end to watch her performance yeah (laughs) i watched the entire thing i know and then i watched three of her music videos as you do like Like, once you open the britney can yeah you just you have yeah you have to you have to it's she's so good she really is so good she she has the most incredible stage presence of any performer in the modern era absolutely and her dancing like no one asked her about her dancing enough that was really Right. What put her on a different That's level. That's the thing that bothered me so much about the way that people talked about her 
at the time was like they were just like she's a no talent hack like she's just hot what like I have boobs too well I'm not Britney Spears why because she did the baby voice you loved it yeah literally first of all that's not her real singing voice exactly they they made her do that that was she's actually a belter exactly she has a low baritone belt yes and She's literally a very fucking good dancer. No one ever. I mean, people talk about it. It's not like we're the first people to talk about uh, it. Yes. But like, they're like, Britney, like Britney's what's wrong with pop, with right. like pop culture and like pop music. It's like, she was literally so talented. So fucking talented. Yeah. It's, it's insane. It's insane. It is. It's insane. Then they, he asked her to show her feet. She kind of she, volunteers. She it. did volunteer to show her feet. And <laughs> it's just, that's how sweet she is. That's how open she is. And then ask when she's going to get married and have children. Yeah. And <laughs> she's like 25, I guess. And he's like, oh, in three years. I don't know. There's, right. What? It is. Well, he also says like, oh, your biological clock is ticking. He tells her her biological he clock is ticking. She is 21. One. First of all, you should never tell a woman that her biological clock is ticking. No, no, no. Especially not on TV. And then she literally explicitly like, men don't have to worry about that, but women do. Women do. So when are you going to get married? When are you going to have babies? Also, do you want flash, babies? Men also have a ticking clock. Yeah, they do. No one talks about it. No they one do. does. It's they true. Do. They do. They really do. No, they literally do. They literally do. Your sperm get weird and they go down and they get worse. Yes. yes. And the count goes down. Yes. Even though you technically can have kids up until you're 80, it gets yeah. real hard and it's really dangerous. Yeah. So shut the fuck up, Jay Leno. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I, yeah, it. The fact that he asked her about the biological or like what time when do you think a girl should get married? It's like he always has to squeeze it in there. Like yeah. he always has to like or yeah, just like asking her about men. What about literally anything else? I know. We talked about her preferences in men. We talked about her feet. We talked about her dad. We talked about when she's gonna get married and we talked about when she's gonna have kids. Not it's, just her dad, if her dad approves of of her sexuality. Yeah. I know. Like it's it's really vile. Yeah. Because it's everything that you just shouldn't even talk to a woman about. And when you're talking in a professional environment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just so I'm devastated by it. Me too. So, yeah, we could talk forever about that. But we do have a lot of other people to get through. Um, but I have a feeling we're going to come up. Because this, like, I don't want to give it away. But, like, for the one of the modern day ones we watched i was like imagine if he asked her about boy like and he didn't which i appreciate yeah. so we'll get there yeah okay so now we have Lindsay lohan in 2004 we actually have two Lindsay interviews yeah so we have one from conan yeah and then we have a jay leno in, in 2006 Con- yeah so the conan one is from 2004 it was promoting mean girls yeah and then we have 2006 leno promoting um just my luck um mm-hmm. which there is such a difference oh my in her. God, in these two. such a difference. So the Conan one, she's like... Talk about Bright Light Lindsay. Bubbly, bright Light Lindsay. Absolutely Bright Light Lindsay. Like mm-hmm. bubbly teen. Um, this is also like... I just need to say that this is so ridiculous because we're like Bright Light Lindsay, Bright Light Britney, and then like years go by, a couple years go by and they're different. It's like the way that the media treated them was like, what happened? Like, what, it's like, you did this. You like, did literally, this. you did this. You, you are doing shine. this. Yeah. You, and you took joy in it. Yeah. And now you're taking joy in the fact that they're dimmed and you're kicking them down even more because you're like, I wouldn't have done that if I was famous. Or like, what's wrong with her? Like, she deserves it. And it's like, no. 
you did this you did this you put all of this pressure on her yeah giving them all of like saying wow you have all this stuff and oh man are here you have a tipping clock though you know like yeah are you really gonna yeah like how is jail you don't want to talk about it tough shit we're talking about it yeah yeah Uh, okay anyway conan i thought this was actually very this is the only conan one we've watched conan yeah props to conan very very i love you yeah i think you're great you're a great guy and you're also self-deprecating i've noticed like i feel like the other guys are like Hey, I'm a too, I'm a too old for you to fuck me. Whereas Conan <laughs> is like, I had freckles. Like it's just like very wholesome. Yeah, I think Leno and Letterman both liked to make fun of the celebrity, yes. and Conan put it on him. Right, and they they she would talk about her red hair and her fair skin and her freckles, and he would relate to her as a person. Yeah, and be like, here's my experience with the freckles. Here's why girls turned me down because I had freckles. Right. Whatever, as opposed to like, how, Do am guys I turn you down? Yeah, they <laughs> red <hair>? yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> if they do, it's your fault. Um. <laughs> Yeah, there was the only one part about the Conan thing that made me sad was something that just kind of fell out of Lindsay's mouth, which was um, when they were talking about spray painting um, abs on. Oh. And then Lindsay was like, oh, yeah. they talked about spray painting abs on me. And I was like, oh, you're saying I'm fat? Yeah, that that, that also that hit me too. Yeah. Broke my heart. Me too. That really did. Yeah. And that also like didn't really get a laugh because it was clearly just like something that she is like wrestling with. It was clearly something she was yeah. wrestling with. And yeah. Something that people put pressure on yeah God. no i know it's really i also just recently was um got into like jojo um not, not got into it but like watched an interview of jojo oh. talking about her time in this time as a pop yeah. star and she was like literally 16 coming in and with this amazing yeah. voice yeah and um she had some curves yeah she's literally 15 16 yeah. or developing yeah and they put her on a diet they put oh on a 500 God. calorie diet 500 calories to keep her skinny yeah that's like how many calories I consumed reading the menu at the Cheesecake Factory. Exactly. Like that is nothing. I, I went know. to the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Shout uh, out Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> we know you. We love you. Yeah. You hurt when you eat. People get hurt when they eat you. Yeah. People get hurt. You hurt people when they eat you. Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. Calm um, down. But we love you. We um, love you. Uh, yeah. But no, I just, I think that this is another thing we maybe are just beginning to sort of reckon with yeah is with the toxic diet culture and yeah of of the time and i think that's also why with this buccal fat removal trend oh happening um for i think those, it's buckle buckle i think I, I hear it different every single time i don't know buckle buccal, whatever you know what i'm talking about if you're on tiktok you've heard what i'm yeah. talking about but it's this procedure to make your face look gaunt mm-hmm. because people are getting really i this is i I feel like i got the backlash to the buccal fat removal as removal as soon as i heard about it yeah i never heard of it from a position of like this is a good thing to do it's like people on twitter that are like right exactly i think there's a lot of fear right now that the pendulum like after all of this um talk of body positivity and even body neutrality yeah um swinging in the other direction of nope we're back to being um hyper skinny yeah hyper, like yeah don't eat yeah kind of things and i think a lot of people are like what? yeah wait let me tell you yeah, about what yeah. happened to me back yeah. then yeah. before you do it to yourself yes. and your teens yes i think there's a lot of that yeah. from like diet stuff to like fashion to eyebrows like to right. low cut jeans like all of that it's like we need to we've been through it yeah yeah we need to stop you we really need to stop and talk about it because yeah. i feel like just that one little thing that Lindsay that just slipped yeah, out i know it was really small but no it, i caught that too it really really yeah. was meaningful I yeah feel like. 
definitely um okay so that but that was like a very fun they're goofing around they're very joking cute. they watch a clip of mean girls really cute fast forward two years uh to leno oh you're right this is when he asked about the father figure yeah i wrote that note that note yeah. so yeah basically like he's saying uh leno is like um you've been coming here since you were little like i i'm your father figure i need to protect you from creepy guys mm-hmm. um then she's like she's joking about like how she bruises easily and how she like looks like a battered wife right that was a little that scared right. me that was that was definitely weird well no she with the with the father figure she was saying that lauren michaels is like a father figure to her right and then jay leno and then and she was like just like you kind of right and then he was like how old do you have to be to be a father figure right and then he starts asking her he has so she is 19 probably yeah i think she's yeah because she's talking about turning 20 right she can't say i'm a teenager yeah yeah, yeah. so she's 19 and he jay leno has these photos of grown men yes and she's he asks her if she would go out with them so it's oh this did not age well it's leonardo dicaprio yeah jared leto yeah joaquin phoenix yeah they're all men men in their 30s she is a teen yes and he thinks it's appropriate to be like is he too old for you is how about him would you go out with him and she's like oh age is just a number and it's just also like, but in at the tabloids at the time was and that's why he's doing it yeah is because her dating life was in was everywhere yeah in the media that's what people we talking about and i think isn't this when she was also dating um the guy from that night 70s show. Wilma Valderrama. That one. So one thing actually in the Ellen interview that I watched that I didn't have you watch was uh-huh. she was talking like Ellen was talking about like the rumors and the tabloids and everything. And she's like, oh, yeah, I was like hanging out with my friend Wilma Valderrama. And like, he's just like a nice friend. Like, it's not like we could date or anything. I'm 17 and he's like 30, <gasps> whatever it is. And now and then they were dating. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's so fucked up. But who is always the one who we blame or the one who is joked about? The girl. It's the teenage girl. Always. 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 It's it's. Uh, and she she also says, I don't want to ask. these." Yeah. Qu- he, she literally was like, oh, my God, Jay, I'm so like, I don't want to talk about this. She like walks away. She's kidding. Yeah. Yeah. But she's clearly like. Now, I got to ask you, now, you know, as an attractive young actress, you're hooked to all these. I always see you hooked up with these guys in, in the tabloids. I want to tell me, I'll show you some guys. You tell me what you think. Here. I don't really want to answer this question. Oh, okay. gonna gonna, no, no, well, you have to answer the question now. Remember, you're, well, still, a teen- saying- you're still a teenager. I think these these hosts, like, really get a kick out of making girls uncomfortable, and the girls have to kind of play in exactly. and act like they don't want. But they puts, are uncomfortable. Here's the thing. It puts the girls in an impossible yes. situation. Because yes. they either have to play into it, and demoralize themselves right or if they push back they're not a good sport they're not a good sport they're or being, oh, they're so no they're so blah. yeah or they're they boring. like they just make an opportunity for the men to like push them harder and make it like take away their own power exactly and take away the meaning of their boundaries they have absolutely no way to win the situation and then if they like not only is it like oh if they lean into it it's like they're abandoning themselves it's like they're opening themselves up to being like well Lindsay lohan is like intentionally like joking about dating older guys so like Further she's scrutiny. a man eater like exactly. whatever there's literally nothing that they could do to be in a positive light no even just being accommodating like yeah it um, is it is it is truly truly heartbreaking she was even seemed to be very uncomfortable when he was talking about the people that she's worked with like all the famous people she's worked with yeah and then she's eventually is like 
Yeah, I've worked with a lot of famous people. Yeah. <laughs> Very grateful. Okay, yeah. let's move on. Yeah, she's she's definitely going through something. She's definitely going through something. Um, but it is, it is definitely a pattern of like these young girls being asked how old they'd go for dating guys yeah. and which older guys they would date always. Mary-Kate and Ashley were asked this yeah. as little kids. Yeah. Regis Philbin was like, would you date me? Why, why the obsession about asking teenage girls mm-hmm. how old they would date? Also, what is your hope? Like, right. Like, like when you bring up this bit, when you introduce it, where do you think it's going to go? Yeah. And what is, what is your ideal? <laughs> like, what's the funny outcome? Right. That this could be because I only see it being uncomfortable. I think the only funny out, right. It's like the only funny outcomes are basically at the expense of the girl because it's like they're uncomfortable and that's hilarious. The other funny outcome would be if they were like, if Jay was like, how old would you go? And then Lindsay's like, well, how old are you? Right. To like, you know, and that's like the joke. Exactly. But they're not going to do that. She's 19. No, because then it's like Lindsay Lohan flirts with man. Like it's like, there's nothing she can do that like, it doesn't make her the butt butt of the the joke. joke. Yeah. Anyway, depressing so yeah so that's those are the um i guess the bad three let's go on to talk about how people um talked to other young women at that same time who they were trying to protect basically from the the bad girls yes from the Lindsay and, and the Paris and Brittany the Britney. Trifecta. Yeah. Oh God. So, so first, depressing. first on that list would be Miley. Yeah. So the Miley interview is interesting. The one that we picked to watch because it was actually on 2020. Yeah. And yeah. it was an interview with her and with her dad. Right. Which right. is very different. It's very different. So the control factor of this having a beat late night is out the window. Yes. But I do feel like it is still important to talk about. Definitely. Because they were really going for almost everything that we're talking about. I feel like this is a good window into what people thought they were talking about. Yes. When they were talking to these sexualized young women. Right. Exactly. And I think that this, it is very interesting because it's like on the surface. So basically this interview is like talking about Billy Ray Cyrus, like how he rose to fame, how he was kicked around by the industry left to start a family. Then Miley from the womb was like, I gotta perform. Right. And he was like very worried about it. But then he like, you know, he let her do it and then he was on her show with her. And, but like the, the episode of 2020 is basically like, it's very important to like have a parent there with you. Who's watching you making sure you don't become one of those bad girls. Right. Basically. And like, the, like not like, cause like they asked like, I mean, it's the girls, but it's just generally the toxicity of Hollywood. They're like, how do you protect yourself from being, I mean, from no, the it's wreck. Wreck. They said yeah, from, from the, the train wreck, wreck that like happens with so many girls, whatever. And it's like the responsibility is 100% on Miley to not be like those girls. How do you help her avoid the life that becomes the train wreck that we've seen happen for so many of these young celebrities? Well, Miley's got a a great head on her shoulders. Mm -hmm. And I think for the most part, Miley's going to make some really good choices. Unfortunately, she's going to make some bad ones. So when you see Britney Spears and Lindsay Lohan and all that's happening for them, what do you feel for those? In a way, I understand that it's hard. People, you know, will say, well, you're only 14. You're not getting the same pressures as then. It's like, yes, I am. It's because, you know, this 
life that I lead is pretty crazy. It's just about, you know, having value and having pride in yourself. As opposed to being like, huh, what is it about this industry <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that literally... takes all these like bright light, talented, nice, happy women and turns them into like shells of themselves? Exactly. That's exactly what I wrote down. Yeah. Crazy how no one in any of these situations are considering that it maybe isn't their fault. Right. It's Could it be? Is it possible? Is it possible? I mean, let's take a look at this. It's literally like 100% of girls yes. who rise to meteoric stardom go from these bright eyes sparkle girls to like... To shells in themselves. I think yeah. that was a good way to, to put it. Yeah. Or at the very least having to go through a really difficult dark time in order to come mm. out the other end right like, like let's not forget like mary kate and ashley it's like they did stay out of a lot of this but like there was all that shit in new york like with mary kate and like they didn't get out of it no not that's, at all that's also what's really heartbreaking all of 2004 honestly the what was going on with mary kate and her um ed yeah was there there were, i feel like the media was like thank God. Yes, finally we have something. We have something. Yes, on them. yes, it's, it's so true because okay, Lainey, remember we were reading like some dumb website or something that was like Mary Kate and Ashley were like great like kid stars, but then they like fell to the lives of party girls, and then mm. pretty soon they're gonna fall or like people were like it's only a matter of time before yep. they self destruct and become party girls, and they never did. Nope. And now they have, you're so right. It's like, yeah. now we got something. And it's like, it's not even about them doing drugs or having no. sex or dating or whatever. No. It's literally about like a, a, a disorder that yeah. they're going through. Yeah. It's about the pressures and it's right. about like, control. It's about like right. a mental health outcome. Yeah. It's it's so we have to disgusting. have something right because it's like but but it, people always felt like they deserved it because they had everything like all these girls they deserve it they're in these positions of privilege like they have everything they're so like they're famous they're rich so yeah. like it's their fault they let people the media fucking loves Schadenfreude yes they really especially do especially with girls especially with girls not with men yeah like literally just with girls I was I came across this TikTok which was really interesting which was somebody saying that we teach girls to be perfect we teach boys to be brave and Ooh, yeah it, i thought that was really interesting and i mean it yeah. was like one of those like um quick sound bitey type of yeah. things but the example that this person goes on to say is that like on a coding class um they're in there for 20 minutes and a young woman is like hey i have a problem um i don't know what coding to write and goes over to her computer and there's nothing there yeah but then she clicks on like undo 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 and she put in code over and over and over again but she didn't want to show it unless it was perfect yeah but guys on the other yeah, hand yeah they'll be like here here's what i fucking did yeah, like you figured tell it me, out is this good yeah or do I need to yeah play? but like women i can 100 percent relate to that exactly there is such a pressure to be perfect yeah because if you show one flaw one issue yeah people love to just like tear it yes. down yes and you are not a woman unless you are perfect right and it's like whereas guys can just like do it and be messy and you'll forgive them mm -hmm. and then you turn around and you're like girls are so uptight like girls are so like like they can't take a joke like lighten up exactly but then if you are a human if you have needs if you have issues or whatever the fuck or if you're in hollywood and it's you can't handle it then it's like haha like we have free reign to tear you down exactly. because you deserve it if you're anything but perfect we have the right to tear you down and it's the most 
terrible things to make fun of someone for. Yeah. Going to rehab, having an ED, going struggling. to jail. Be yeah. humans who are struggling. Humans who are struggling, who make mistakes or are going through an issue, having a challenge. Yeah. And w- you see that as like a reason to make fun of them? What's like, because they deserve it. Right. Because it's this idea that you can't um, punch. Well, it's they think they're punching up they because think. they're famous. Exactly. But it's not true. No, because you're punching down at parts of their humanity. Yeah, exactly. You're not punching that- down at the fact that people can't make the direct connection is like they're so fucking stupid because it's like like oh well like britney's like we can punch up because they're britney spears so whatever but then like wait britney why are you so fucked up what's wrong with you right or like why are these party girls like all so bad it's like you were you destroyed me you punched out like you 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 made me feel worthless yeah you made me feel like i i can't I ha- any fuck up I make is going to like utterly destroy me. So I'd rather just go and fucking but you have also a good make time. me feel like I deserve it, and I exactly. probably believe that on some level. I know you do believe yeah. that on some level. So that is why when you do make one mistake, that's why it starts snowballing. Yeah, is because well, fuck, I already right. already fucked up. So why not go the whole way and at yeah. least like get mile on the way? And now I'm a cautionary tale where like Rosie O'Donnell is like making all these like quote unquote good girls promise that they'll never be like me. Exactly. And, like, but yeah, so that's where we are. Like we have like Miley, like the woman on 2020, like making sure Miley's not going to like go there or be bad. Uh-huh. And Miley's like, I can handle it. I'm good. But it's all on her. It's all on her. She, The girl is always the problem. It's always her responsibility. It's always her fault. And yeah, it's never the industry because like the industry, like we have to do it the way we do it. We got to get the shot. We got to get the day. We got to do the thing. Like It's the same thing as like well-being with child actors. It's yeah. like. It doesn't matter. Like the child's well-being is always dead last because the most important thing is the project, how we get it done. Like the the then that's how it works. That's showbiz, babe. Like we got that's how that's the industry. If you can't take it, like (laughs) it almost makes you think that like the people, um, the industry doesn't actually care about the people working in as long as like the product comes out well. Yeah. That's true. That's the thing. Like with child actors, I feel like it gives a, or child stars is it actually shows how bad the industry treats everyone. Totally. Yeah. But it, but it impacts kids because they're kids and they're, they're developing. They are so vulnerable and impressionable that like if when you're an adult and you've already gone through like the small scale of this, these issues, you're able to protect yourself against it a little bit more, but it still can wear you down. Even if you are like a really big celebrity, it can wear you down. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well like kids, you know, it's an intense environment for kids because kids aren't supposed to be there, but it's like, is anyone supposed to like, are we supposed to treat anyone this way? Right. And I think this industry, hopefully it's better now but i don't think it's fixed no like not at all uh but yeah it's like this is not it's an inhumane industry and the 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 focus and the priority is always the product exactly versus the people yeah and then the people story behind it is just the the fascinating like yeah but then if but then if the people involved are like damaged or negatively affected you can never make that connection of like oh the industry did this it's like oh well she's a bad rotten apple yeah yeah so she didn't <laughs> like, deserve this glorious yeah life yeah like i would have i would have right it's like jealous it's like oh well like you had all this handed to you 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 don't even deserve it like if i were famous i'd be the best and no you wouldn't no this would have happened to us too yeah god oh god what yeah. is the celebrity complex i want i could talk about this literally i know forever but so then we have hayden then so have, hayden yes. Panettiere is on the view yeah and yeah it's like well it's interesting because i will say it's a little bit better than 
you know the blatant like you know the late night men yeah, yeah but it's still toxic like basically like they're like oh hayden like you're you know you're like the sixth sexiest woman alive and what's her name joy whatever is like that's a little crazy because you're a kid you're 17 like you're literally a kid is that okay and she's like yeah but you know well, like, she's like it's a mistake I don't well, yeah, well, yeah she's like i'm yeah. not hot enough right like yeah and you know what i don't I don't understand how it's legal. Mm. I don't understand. No, how like it's legal. literally. Well, that's that's what I wonder too. Is like, is well, it is technically, I guess. But like, would they do that now? Do you think? I think there would be a ton of backlash. Yeah, I think they maybe would. Well, I think there would be a lot of backlash because here's an example. It's not sexualization, but it's like. Did you read the thing with the Razzies? No. Okay, so do you guys know that the Razzies are basically like uh, fake awards for like the worst movies and performances yeah. of the year. There's a movie, I don't even remember what it was called, but like the movie itself bombed and the actress in it, who's like 12, uh-huh. was nominated for a Razzie. Oh. And there was a ton of backlash that were like, she's a kid. Oh. You can't, you can't do that. Like, yeah, the movie was bad. She didn't have any, it's on her, not fault. her fault. And even if she sucked, like, why the fuck would you like, do, like torture a kid like that? Yeah. She's oh, a good. kid at a job doing her, but yeah. And then, so they, the Razzies actually changed their criteria you can't be under 18 to be nominated for a Razzie so that gives me hope that like this would not fly now yeah 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 I think discourse has begun yeah but yeah we still we we have to be I I think it's good to like look at these interviews because it's such recent history yeah this was 2007 yeah hidden pen Penitentiary. Hayden Penitentiary. Hayden Penitentiary. Hayden Pantine, <laughs> Pantine Provi. Yes. Um. Because so, that was what is it? Fifteen years ago. Yeah. Just that's about. Nothing. No. Literally nothing. No. Yeah. So seventeen-year-olds should not be on the lists of the hundred and sexiest sexiest people yeah. in Hollywood. Um, and Rosie talks about like that being hanging out well, with the bad so, girls. Well, here's what Rosie actually says. Oh, you have the quote. Rosie says, you're 17 and they're coming, they're acting like they're like these protective ants, whatever. Totally. Um, which theoretically is, is like, oh, they're on the good side, but they're still, they're being really toxic because it's like, you have to put these bad girls down in order to support this good girl. Exactly. Which is really fucked up. Rosie says, you're 17. I don't want you hanging out with those scary girls who drink too much and show their hoo-hoos. Don't you know, it's, it's difficult yeah. when you're in the position, though, that I feel like you get very slotted because of the image that other girls who we won't mention have put out there yeah. it's sort of like like we get blamed yes. Yes. for them right i don't want you hanging out with those really scary girls who drink too much and show their hoo-hoos first of all no one is showing anything nope. people are photographing them yes they are they're not taking advantage of women getting into their cars literally they're just stepping into their cars yes and they're being photographed and they are the ones who are blamed exactly there's an it's interview with and it's an, it's there's awful. an interview with Anne hathaway um i want to say maybe 10 years ago so like between these eras yeah where she, this happened to her she was like photographed like that really? yeah and she was being interviewed by i think it was matt lauer someone who ended up being oh, like a me too creep for sure and he was like so what's the lesson here for you and she was like nothing <gasps> i didn't do anything i mean she was nice about it and pleasant because yeah, it's yeah. like she's still like she's a class a woman in hollywood having yeah. to whatever and hathaway good morning nice to see you morning, Matt. seen a lot of you lately <laughs> let's just get it out of the way you had a little wardrobe malfunction mm. the other night what's the lesson learned from something like that other than that you keep smiling which you always do well 
It was obviously an unfortunate incident. Yeah. Um, I think it kind of made me sad uh, on two accounts. One was that I was very sad that we live in an age when someone takes a picture of another person in a vulnerable moment and rather than delete it and do the decent thing, sells it. And I'm sorry that we live in a culture that commodifies sexuality of unwilling participants, which brings us back to Les Mis, exactly. because that's what my character is. She is someone who is forced to sell sex to benefit her child because she has nothing and there's no social safety net. And I, yeah, so... Um, so let's start, so let's this get back to the most creative <laughs> turns of a question I have ever heard, and I'm going to take it at that. That's fine. She did push back, like she wasn't like, "Well, the lesson is to stop being such a bad girl." Or, or like the, what he wanted her to say is, like, yeah. "I guess I'll wear underwear." Right? Yeah, exactly. As opposed to like the lesson is like, "Don't fucking photograph." Like you creep. Like yes. I didn't do anything wrong except being a person with a body getting in a car. Exactly. What do you want what from me? What about the people who make the dresses? Yeah. What do they expect? They yeah. They shorts in those things. Right. Like what? Literally, these are the standards that I like, have to like try to uphold right. to be taken seriously in this industry. Right. And then I am also punished for like living my life as a human in this. Dress. Right. It's like not having a Barbie body underneath, like not having yeah. an am no no parts. Like right. what do you? what am I you told me I have to wear this dress and even if I want to be wearing this dress or not it's like if I'm not wearing this dress I'm not I don't get to have this status in my career if it's like right. I'm wearing pants it's like Paris Hilton dresses as lesbian like it's like yes, you can't exactly you can't what do you want me to do this industry is obsessed with sex but it sets you up to fail and it's like you try to find these ways like how am I not failing yeah and you're not there's no way you can turn where it's not like gotcha I know it's you, again with the perfection thing. there's but there's no way to not fail no no, no way that's why they love it that's yeah. why the industry loves that's why the the tabloids loved it yeah because it's like let's try to set these women up to like be our punching bags yeah. So, and it also like it made me really sad that Rosie was the one who said that yeah. about Britney because I've seen Rosie interviews with yeah. Britney and she's so sweetly supportive of her. I mean, she did tell her like, make sure you wear a bra next time. Yeah. Like, I can, <sighs> like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I know she, I think her heart was in the right place. Um, and I also really love Rosie in all of her interviews with Mary Kate and Ashley, like the yeah. most human yeah. interviews yeah, that we've absolutely. had and they feel so comfortable. I think she's definitely coming from a good place. Yeah. I think she's, we're like surrounded by a culture where like in order to support women, you have to kind of put them, put other women down or like yeah. protect them by being like, don't forget to wear a bra, sweetie. Like, right. And that is toxic, but it's like hard to see that when that's all you're surrounded by. It, it, yeah. I know, I know. I don't want to excuse it, but I don't want to excuse it either, because because I I think I I just want to understand her point of view. And I people like look, people say things and times change, and she is from a different generation. Yeah, and that is there is truth in that, and that is like I think there is something protective about being like make make sure you wear a bra because yeah. these these doofuses aren't right. gonna like make a thing about it. Right, but they never make a point of like the doofus. Like they it's never, like they don't, they don't blame the doofuses right. for making the thing. Right, never. It's, it's like, always just protect the girls. yourself against that. Would be inevitable because yeah. obviously that's going to happen because yeah. they have the right to photograph you. It's so it fucked made me up. sad. It just made me sad. Yeah, and then Rosie was like, "Oh, be more like Natalie Portman. Like she's a young girl. She went to Harvard. Like she doesn't. She's not getting drunk and showing her hoo ha. It's like Natalie Portman was a child actor who ended up okay, and that's." an anomaly yeah and it's like 
I don't know. It's just not easy. It's different. And the other thing about this interview, too, is it felt like Hayden wanted to talk about the pressures of Hollywood and staying thin because she did talk about how she struggled with body yeah. image and stuff. Yeah. But they didn't. They no. Didn't, they didn't want to touch that. No. They were like, OK, yeah, 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 for sure. Always hard. Yeah. But you stay yeah. good. You stay good. Don't be like those bad girls. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Just, <sighs> no one's actually listening. Everyone's just kind of regurgitating the same yeah. stuff that they've heard. And we're all just no, a product. It really is a, a nightmare time. Really was. We are a product of that. We're a product of our surroundings. We're a product of our time. We are. We wouldn't be talking like this if we were in 2003. We wouldn't be able to. Like, I, I would like to think that we could, but where would we get it from? I wonder what, like, uh, if we were in our 30s in 2003. Yeah. What would we think of all of this? I have no idea. That's such a good question. I yeah. don't think we can answer that. We can't know. But like, we would basically be like the Sex and the City girls like age so true which would be cool i wish uh, I, would, I hope i would be like a samantha i don't know i think i'd be a carrie it also was like feminism was like bad true and like talking about like the patriarchy all of that like i didn't even hear the word patriarchy until like 2006 right like that was like scary so true we were not talking about that no. at all we were literally just trying to figure out how to navigate this because women were in the workforce for, for like the last few decades yeah but still having all the pressures of the 50s right like it, for their home and for their own body image in the world and yeah how perceived so yeah. it was just it was just like a really impossible time and yeah. i think there was just so much to try to figure out but, but I, don't I don't think we would have known it was impossible i think we would have just been like this is this is it i know i think yeah, yeah i have no idea if there were podcasts if we knew each other if we made a podcast i don't yeah. know i don't know i think it would have been more definitely shallower more surface level yeah probably more blaming of the women I think yeah would be and more more snarky like i think that was very much the thing yeah and less like empathetic yeah in general like i think that ever like did you ever watch like best week ever or like i yeah, love all the time yeah loved like, loved i loved it so much loved but it. like that's what they do is they just like make fun of people yeah. and like make fun of everyone true and it's like it, I would like to watch that now to see if it holds up. I also I feel like I would does. I would love for something to research like that now though. Yeah. Because I learned so much about pop culture. Oh, I I, I learned about the 70s, the 80s and so 90s much. from VH1. Me too. Yeah. I love the 90s, I love the 80s, I love the 70s and best week ever. Yes. Fucking loved it. Really did. But I do think that like they were I think snarkiness was a thing, was a big yeah, thing. Yeah, kind of making fun of everything. And and being very surface level, not letting yourself get vulnerable. Yeah, being afraid of vulnerability and 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 vulnerability not even being afraid of it, but like having that be a bad thing. Like vulnerability is like a weakness and it's like I mean this is like what we talked about last week with um Holly. Yeah, with Holly. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I think she also has a lot to unlearn because she's like a product of this time. Yeah. And like she was saying like feminism, like she thinks of it as a bad word and all of this because mm -hmm. like she just, there's so much like deprogramming you have to do. And that's really hard. Yeah. That's why we really can't think that we're that far away from where these interviews were. No. Because we're not. No, we're not. I mean, 2006, like I would, that was like when I was like graduating high school and starting college. Like I was like obsessed with pop culture. I was like obsessed yeah. with like all this, but like, I wasn't like feminist about it. I was just, I was in it. Right. Like, I, you know, like, yeah, you're just, you're just in it. And I think it's a, it's a difference to like know intellectually that this stuff was bad. And then to actually know like in your heart and how you mm -hmm. move through the world to change it. They're like how to um, navigate that. Yeah, I do. Okay. I have this memory when I, in 2012, I was 
in North Carolina, I was filming a documentary and I was like sitting in my little office in my home, like waiting for footage to upload. And I was like lying on the rug. And I, for whatever reason, I was like thinking about Lindsay Lohan. Uh-huh. And I was like, wait a minute. Isn't it like not okay the way that we treat her? <laughs> and then I was like, and then I was like, no, they wouldn't do it if it wasn't okay. Oh, wow. But I think they're going to find that maybe it really wasn't that nice. Like I was just like, and I had never heard anyone else say anything like that. Like I was just like, that doesn't feel right to me. What year was this? 2012. Oh, funny. Yeah. Because that really was when she was like, people loved to make fun of her. Right. Because she was really like doing it up until like 2008 or 10. Well, she started going into like jail and having all of those things. And it was, it was a, it was a spiraling point. And by 2012, it was fully like, she's a joke. Right. I did a show about Britney Spears in 2016. Really? I did like a one woman show that was like the Britney network. Oh my God. Yeah. It was like, um, if Britney Spears had her own Oprah network, what would she have? And I went and I researched what's going on with Britney now. Yeah. I noticed she was like a shell of herself. Yeah. And so I thought it would be fun to like make a um, a weird, sleepy, um, robotic network, but with Britney and yeah. all that love. And I learned all of this stuff about the yeah. conservatorship. And I started feeling very depressed about yeah. it. Being like, I actually don't know how to do a Britney character. And then I would tell people like, well, because of her conservatorship. And they're like wait what yeah like people didn't know about they it didn't know no, they about didn't. it and i like i felt like i was alone yeah in learning all this stuff yeah and then wanting to like make the show with empathy yeah and yeah it got really confusing it was fun but yeah like no it, that's tricky if you go into something being like oh i'm gonna be this ridiculous character and then you learn about it and you're like wait this is a person obviously yeah. and then like wait what the fuck is going on with her why is no one talking about it wasn't did people know about this like yeah yeah and then like you can't help but like feel sad or empathy empathetic mm-hmm. about it i know wow so okay this does feel like a good transition into present day i know we do have a little bit more of the hayden from jay leno yeah we don't have much less much left from hayden i mean basically like he makes a joke about her doing a cartwheel in yeah. her skirt this was another interview we and watched then, with hayden yeah, yeah and then and she he's like oh i'd love for you to do a cartwheel in your outfit because she did a heart a cartwheel when she was a kid yes seven. and then he's like yeah you could do it now and then and then everyone laughs and he's like stop it you creepy audience and then, like, clearly he's the one being creepy right and then she tells um, that haunting story about like being in her bikini on this on a table yeah and to make a plaster of herself for yeah. heroes yeah and then this big large man she yeah. says no one else is in the room except for one woman who tells her to spread yeah and then this man comes up and just takes her his gloves goes yeah yeah okay this isn't gonna hurt too bad yeah and like, but oh. yeah it's really it's really nuts um but it feels like she is really putting something on and feels the need to be like to like give them something right and like be a little suggestive kind of which was interesting to me right and just bring it back to mary kate ashley yeah <laughs> for because this interview with hayden and everything that we've seen so far i was struck by how much more all of the celebrities were giving yes even paris hilton yes they were giving the 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 host so much more to work with yeah American Ashley just being did. like 16 yeah dancing <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we both passed first time yep 11 20 <laughs> mine's 11 30 boyfriends yep yeah they're 17 yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean like shout out our girls your yeah sta- your faith could never <laughs> like 
<laughs> no, like you're doing the least and yes. we love you for it. We absolutely love you for it. We stand you. This is how yeah. <laughs> this is how you survived this shit storm of a time yes. that you came of age yeah. in. And you didn't have to prove yourselves. Like you were already doing your thing. You already had your fans. You were already a billionaire. Yeah. So, at 15. So yeah. And yeah, also, I don't even think they really wanted to do any of this. So they no. whereas like the other like Hayden Penetier or like Hillary Duff, they like fought to do this. You exactly. know, whereas Mary Kate and Ashley, again, were born into it and they were just like, whatever. This fuck is our it. life. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Pretty normal. Well, yeah. We go to normal school. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't have to like fight for it. And I don't think that they that they cared about it in the same way. It's not like they chose to be actors. Very true. They I were just born into that it. That might have been their biggest superpower. Yeah. At the time. Not giving a fuck. Not giving a fuck. But also fuck. knowing that they had all these fans and they knew how to to like satisfy us. Yeah. And they did. I know. Okay. So now let's get into present day. Yes. Yes. So we watched um, interviews for Sadie Sink, Millie Bobby Brown, and Charlie D'Amelio because I felt like this was, I feel like the only um, child stars we've really seen at a huge scale in the Mm -hmm. present day has been the Stranger Things kids. Yes. I mean, there's also like Billie Eilish. We didn't actually end up watching anything of hers, but I, the thing about her is like when she was a teenager, I actually, it might have been interesting to watch an interview with her, but I don't know that people would have sexualized her in the same way because she really intentionally blocked herself from that. Like yeah. she wore the baggy clothes, like yeah. all that intentionally because she didn't want people to see her body and comment on it. She was like, brilliant. It was, I remember it being was, very like impressed yeah, by that when I heard that. But it was, was almost like story. she absorbed what it was like to be a pop star preceding her fame. And she was just like, oh, I don't want to fucking do that. I'm right. a musician. I'm like, I don't want you to like comment on my body. So I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to let you see it. Yeah. Look, guys, we can always do another episode like this. If oh, yeah. you like this, we can get another collection of interviews to watch and yeah or just like anything else about pop culture of the time like and of now like i think that it yeah through the mary kate ashley lens i think there's a lot there there's so much yeah so, so much but so okay um we did watch these of the stranger things because i do think that there's a very lot of parallels here yeah so, so do we want to get into this let's do the Sadie one because it's the worst one it is so i'm far. actually really happy that this is something that i had seen because we wouldn't have known to watch it right so this is not an actual late night interview this is like a behind the scenes interview with round the a round table with the cast and the crew and the duffer brothers yeah. and it's uh and jim rash is moderating. jim rash who i run into uh in the neighborhood a lot <laughs> <laughs> what a gem uh, i don't run into him so much as see him from afar he doesn't know me but whatever um i do like jim rash i loved him in the community yeah he's cool um so basically what is happening in this is they're talking about the scene where sadie sink has to kiss the guy who plays lucas yep um and it's her first kiss ever mm-hmm the Duffer brothers are basically saying like, it's your, they literally say multiple times, it's your fault that you had to do this kiss. Mm-hmm. And Sadie was like, what do you mean it's my fault? Yeah. What do you mean? And it's, by the way, it's all men, it's all boys. And she's the only girl. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's, let's lay this out. We, yeah. We're, all of these episodes or interviews are linked, by the way. Yeah. They're all here. They're all here. Go look. But just so you know, if you're going to watch it later, um, they're basically telling the story about like, 
oh yeah the dance yeah that then you had to kiss so many times yeah and that was all because of you and Sadie was like what do you mean and one of the Duffer brothers is like well we were just lightly joking when we got on set like oh Sadie this is or maybe she told that part where she was like yeah we got on the set and you were like oh this is the part where we're kissing right yeah and then Sadie was like what no that's yeah. not in the script yeah that's and not then, in the script right and then the and then the Duffer brothers were like and we were kidding we weren't even serious about yeah. doing it but then we saw how uncomfortable you were and then we're like oh now we have to do it yeah now we have so to. it's your fault right right Wait, this is all your fault, though. Go on. It is not Let's my fault. It's on you, you know. Take us, take us to take shooting. You guys, yeah. it was not written in the script. Because right. it was not That's written true. in the right. script. I get there the first day of filming the snowball. I walk, me and Noah are, like, walking in, like, seeing the decorations and stuff. One of you, I, forgot, I think it was you, Ross, you say, like, oh, Sadie, you ready for the kiss? I'm like, what? No, no, that's not in the script. That's not happening. And so the whole day I was, like, stressed out. You know, I was like, oh, my God, wait, am I going to have to? Wow, is it that bad? You were stressed out the whole day. Okay. No, I, I was like, wait, like, is it going to happen? Is it not? And it didn't happen that day. But then the second day of filming the snowball. Yeah, but you're, you reacted so strongly to this. I was just joking. And you just went, you were so freaked out that I was like, well, I gotta make her do it now. That's why it's my fault. That's why I'm saying it's your fault. Anyways, oh, it's wow. great. I can't imagine it without it. Thank you. Yeah, well, yeah you're welcome. <laughs> what? Okay, she was like, 11 yes and then literally she's like i'm oh my god this is mortifying i'm uncomfortable doing a kiss and they're like sadie okay now you have to yeah and it's your fault for being uncomfortable we weren't even we were fine not doing it yeah but because you didn't want to we our hands are tied we had to do it 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 was just so funny to see you like that and then the guy who plays lucas is like you're really that uncomfortable right me yeah and then and then the the other guy like comforts him and and, and it's like oh wow another thing she did wrong because she didn't want to kiss him and look no no offense on him he's also 14 so right they're kids right your kids you're not you're not responsible for doing anything wrong at that right but at the same time like that is it adds the pressure to like oh another thing that you did that wasn't okay feelings yeah you heard his yeah what's wrong with him right Oh my god! And then it's, they also did they make Millie and um, the yeah other they're guy? like well now everyone has to kiss and, uh, everyone has to kiss and also they're also like oh my god we had to do this shot so many times the steady cam operator was so tired because you kept fucking it up yes like, that's what they said like, yeah like tell her when to fucking kiss him so yeah you don't do this over and she over also again. doesn't want to so like obviously she's not doing it perfectly yes she's like a real life kid yeah she's not like. A pal who's playing a kid. Right. Like she's a developing child. Like she's like, she's like genuinely uncomfortable. Right. Like, yes, she's a professional, but she's a child first. Exactly. Which is why I have a really hard time. Why couldn't they fathom what it was like remember for even right. a second for even a, like a tenth of or a hundredth of a month of how it felt right to be 14 years old and never kiss somebody right and when they were younger than that or maybe they're whatever maybe they're they, were, they were young but still yeah, yeah they said they had never kissed so i remember when watching this yeah going back to like what it felt like to never kiss somebody i got dared to kiss somebody at a party terrifying was terrifying yeah mortifying. oh my god and imagine doing it in front of a whole crew she after was saying yeah she was this was essentially after literally being like i don't want to and then being like well because you expressed your discomfort you have to be punished for it yes it's the same as the paris hilton thing it is it's exactly the same it is. it's like okay I wouldn't have pushed the jail thing if you hadn't told me to stop, but because you are uncomfortable, you leave me no choice. Right. It's, and this is from 2017, 2018, yeah. something like that. I remember. Yeah. Something like that. I yeah. remember watching it when it came out and 
this has stayed with me ever since yeah like there was no point when i watched it and i thought it was okay because it was you know i was like 30 yeah, yeah so i was yeah i'm shocked they put it out i know and then it's still available and it's still available for watching and you're gonna watch it right now and yeah you're, you're gonna be horrified like, i can't like this is when me too was happening yeah so how because people don't actually apply it to real stuff like they just they still have their own stuff that's ingrained and they yeah. just don't go deep enough and i guess we weren't really i think the me too has evolved in the last like five six years that it's been to now we see there are nuanced situations it's yeah. not just like harvey Weinstein. right it's right. like it, it is there's a whole culture around it that makes this stuff possible right. and this uh, maybe at that i don't absolutely at the time we didn't realize that this is part of that well, same right conversation. but it is definitely like the nerdy goofy brothers who are like you know et fans who make the homage show who are like to the actress you gotta kiss it's funny like we're all pals like that's yeah. the same thing like that's it's not harvey weinstein but that's the, it's the same thing right, right like right. it's yeah it's really really shocking to watch honestly um and she has to just like play along with it she does yeah she's, it, you know, honestly she's doing the best she can she's doing a good enough job as she can you just have you, you're so disempowered you're literally talking right. to your to the show creator producers they the hold writers. all the power they hold your career like you can't actually sit and say like actually it made me really uncomfortable you crossed a line exactly you, you can't, can't do that you can't humiliate them no so you, you don't even to... i don't even think you could think that that's a possibility no 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 you no probably no, no. wouldn't even let your brain mind think that mm -hmm. you'll be like well they're in charge so i guess i gotta do right. what they say. yeah and it's like oh i was uncomfortable and it, like because i was uncomfortable they made me more uncomfortable and that's my fault that's the business i got into i guess yeah really really terrible well also like didn't wasn't the passport to paris kisses was that their first kiss or their first on camera kiss that was their first kiss their first kiss yeah at least that's that's the narrative they gave us we need to stop doing this yeah and also like i know that they also were like oh we we're so embarrassed exactly you can tell it in the footage even yes. in the sadie sink they footage. it's the exact same kind of kiss where it's like yeah you don't you keep your mouth closed and you're just like poop right and break away as fast as possible right at a dance and clearly like it, it's like throughout password to paris throughout student things like they're acting they're being the characters it during these kisses they're like the kids who are like okay got to do the thing okay done yeah like they're not in character they're not feeling anything for this person they're no. in like survival mode like they're not like actually acting the part because this is actually terrifying yeah this is this is a sexual act yeah I, mean, I don't mean to be dramatic about it but like no it, it's like an intimate thing that you've never done in your life yeah yeah you should never you should not be allowed to make a kid do a first kiss of their life in a tv show or also like in any kiss even if they had like you can't make and the fact that like I, the thing that makes me sad is like if we had watched the Sadie Sink interview and if if it had somehow been made like in 2003 if it was like not a current thing yeah and we watch it and be like oh this could never fly now yeah but like it is now i know this is a current thing i know and it yeah it's it's heartbreaking i want to believe that even in the last five years things have changed i don't know but i don't know well that that didn't even make a ripple though like no one i knew know. or cared about that interview well they will when we put it on our social media yeah get ready Get ready. Reckoning's coming, babies. <laughs> okay, next. Now on to some happier news. Yeah. Uh, now we have Millie Bobby Brown in 2017 on Jimmy Fallon. Yep. 
I said no notes. This is great. No notes. This is perfect. She's like 12 or 13. She's just this like very fun, weird, hyper kid. Mm -hmm. Just like really like it feels like she just like drank a box of sugar and she's just like talking about the Kardashians and they're just like fucking around and goofing off. I know. I can't believe how um, composed she is. Yeah. And but yeah. also like letting herself be weird and goofy. Exactly. They talk about Stranger Things. They show a clip and that's it. He doesn't say like, are you dating anyone? What's the oldest you date? Yeah. Like whatever. It's just they're just having fun. Can I say some a thought that I had while watching this? Yes. Is I did wonder this is present day so there is that but i did wonder like the people that we've watched the interviews for are very girly girls yeah in media yeah and in the things they're making Mm -hmm. millie bobby brown especially this was for second season right was playing 11 yeah she was playing like a very androgynous yes very like a superpower yeah like on a very cool show yeah that was very boy centric yes like the main stars are boys right and, then and she's have, like one of the guys and then she's one of the guys and yeah. she's like she has super short hair she like is super powers. yeah she's very very cool yeah i wonder mm-hmm. if it is easier for these interviewers to talk this is all just like a wonder i'm not yeah. making any thesis statement yeah but it did make me just wonder if it like because she wasn't overtly girly in the stuff that she was promoting. Right. If that made it easier for them to ask questions about it or that's, made it more interested to ask questions about it. That's a good question. It. That's a good question. Um, I think what would, I mean, I don't know, but yeah. one thing that I'm thinking is like, I think that it would be helpful you guys, if you, cause like we're old as shit and like our pop culture people are these like Paris Hilton, whatever. So like mm-hmm. if you guys can think of any other, like girls of now that we can look at like because these are just the people that have come to mind but I don't know who else there is right now but I would like to see some kind of like you're right like if there is someone who's more like Hilary Duff or like yeah right yeah like a a big tween star like maybe Jenna Ortega or Jenny Ortega she's like 20 though right right and she didn't really become huge until like this year right so I don't know. Just a thought. I think that's an interesting thing to think about. But I will say um, the next person and the final person yeah. is sort of like girlier, or dancier exactly. or whatever. Charlie so, D'Amelio. So let's move so on. So this is not someone that I never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> but she is a TikToker. She is a TikToker. This was from 2020 and she was 16 at the time. Exactly. So I feel like this is an interesting comp because I feel like yeah. in TikTok, especially in 2020, people didn't really know what to do with it. Right. She had to like explain what TikTok was. So, which <laughs> yeah. is so cute. Yeah. Um, well, TikTok really exploded over COVID. And ironically, she's talking about this was like literally March 11th. I know. I saw 2020. That. And she is like, yeah, I'm going on tour this summer. And I was like, mm, no, you're not. No, you're not, baby. Sorry. You're going to find out in two days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that is um, this, the interesting thing about this is I think tiktokers have a similarity to like the paris hiltons and even the mary kate nashes of the world right being like they've been famous their whole lives or famous for famous sake like yeah. that's not legitimate fame right and i think that's the thing that paris and the olsen twins have ha- had to push back against right. a lot like right. actually we deserve yeah. the spotlight we have <laughs> yeah um and the power and the, the right. money that we right. have right because we work really hard for it and i think that's something that like tiktokers um have to now also defend themselves well that's something that i actually was really impressed by with this Mm -hmm. um this interview is with jimmy fallon and i was just thinking like this could so easily he the thing is like he's very respectful he's very engaged yeah and he's very like 
impressed. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like if this were Jay Leno oh or if God. this was like if TikTok were somehow a thing in the 2000s, that would be the joke. Exactly. Like a girl making dances on like a silly app and you do it in your bathroom yeah like but like they'd be like okay wow the talent's really going uphill these (laughs) days huh like they'd be like making jokes at her expense totally or jay leno would probably be like so you ever dance with guys in your videos? Yeah, like how old? No, how old are they? How old are they? Would you ever dance with a 50-year-old guy yeah. in your video? Yeah. No, but like literally like, okay, TikTok, wow. Like, you know, it'd it be, would be. It would be like, okay, so uh, who are you dating? Yeah, <laughs> like, right. I don't want to talk about right. that. Right, and if they did talk about it, it would be with this like wink of like, we know this isn't serious. Yeah. yeah, whereas Jimmy Fallon is like, what like yeah he's like she has this very intense interest in dance she's been doing it for a long time and he's asking her about it he's asking her about how long she's been dancing he asks her about like dancing with her friends coming up with dances like how she decides to do it how you make a good tiktok video right she also talks about like you know some days i want to do it some days i don't sometimes my mental health like i don't feel like it and i don't and the audience applauds i know i'm just like this feels like the like after i had to take a break while we were watching this because i was like this is bringing me down like all of them yes and after a day of watching all these fucking interviews this was like the bright light like this was like the clouds parting giving me a little bit of hope like yes and like she talks about like her her campaign against like cyberbullying, yeah and all of that and it's like you are writing all these wrongs like you are you're doing it charlie you're doing it like (laughs) and i was just thinking like it would be so strange if in the context of this interview if jimmy fallon were like so do you have a boyfriend yeah what kind of guys do you like do you how, fight with your friends over guys how jarring would that be? would you date leonardo dicaprio <laughs> yeah that rightfully so would be fucking crazy yeah and yet we've seen all these other girls of the same age mm-hmm. being asked that having to deal with all yeah. of that bullshit and she also like she's 16 and everyone says that like teens are so much more sophisticated now and like dress older and whatever but like she's 16 and she's just like wearing a t-shirt yeah yeah and i think that's great i know (laughs) she's just yeah i know it'd be interesting to revisit now yeah charlie in 2023 yeah because i do wonder because she's been she's been really famous for a long time and when i was doing these videos don't another what i don't know this person okay right <laughs> but yeah of course well she's in, yeah. in her own sphere has been very yeah. very um famous yeah and i did when we were doing this uh on our youtube another one came up being like charlie and Demi- um and her sister dixie mm. don't like being called tiktokers anymore okay so i do wonder how the story has progressed yeah since this interview I also, it struck me that she's been famous for one year in this. Yeah. And she's already doing philanthropy. <laughs> yeah. That is also like a different time. Yeah, no, it's so true. I wonder if there's like pressure to do that now. I, wonder, I don't know. I bet you there is. Yeah. Because I think there has been such backlash. Yeah. All this backlash to fame and to yeah. money. Yeah. People immediately are like, well, what are you doing? What are yeah. you giving back? It's right. like a new pressure. Right, I right, think. right. Which is better, I think, than like you know tearing them down for sure for sure yeah but it is like an another it's another layer yeah i don't i I don't have the research or the knowledge to um unpack that right now but um it's interesting to think about definitely so 
Wow. Ooh, we got through it. That was a journey. And that I, really, I am glad. I, I am really glad that we could end on a high note. Me too. A I, lot of, it's very hopeful. It is very hopeful. Yeah. Like there is still a lot to do, but I think a lot of work is being done. Yeah. And I'm happy to be a part of it. Me too. And I want to keep an eye out. And like, now that we've done all this, I really feel like I'm going to have my antennae up about like girls being interviewed. <laughs> like just like, right. just the way that we talk about girls of a certain age mm-hmm. and the way that we treat them. Like I just, yeah, I feel like if I come across, they're like, oh, right. That girl's famous. I want to see like, what about like Jojo Siwa? Like, yeah, we're not going to do really... that right now, but like maybe we'll watch that and see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Let us know if there's like another chapter to this story. Yeah. Or if like there's other to... people or if there's other people from the two thousands that we missed or other people now or like yeah. anything like this is an ongoing thing and I'm really interested in it. Yeah. Cause I also think that this could expand beyond even girls. I think it yeah. could just be anyone who is famous for having a sexuality. Yeah, would be interesting. Like yeah. a young person yeah. who's famous for having a sexuality yeah. out there in the open. Like, just how is all being treated differently? Well, I do think with Billie Eilish, like as an example, like I think that like if this were twenty years ago, I think there could have been a lot more backlash from her transition to from being like a girl in baggy clothes to like a woman with like you know there was backlash was there but i feel like there was backlash to the backlash well that's that's That's, internet now well right that's true there's immediate like bill burnham said it best right backlash the backlash the backlash is that's why i learned about the backlash the boogle right right i think it's buckle buckle i think it's buckle but sound off in the comments okay but there was there was a lot of backlash when she decided to finally like reveal her figure yeah and people were like i fucking loved you for not showing your figure what is your problem like oh now God. you are selling out right going to the media and and being just like a stereotypical sexy woman Ugh. but then it's like she yeah she can fucking do what she wants that's the whole point right i mean she's back to having black hair i don't know i yeah, don't know what the no. we'd have to really, i haven't i haven't dove into this at all so i yeah. don't know but um but i do know there was backlash to okay that. so that's that's well a whole at least thing. there's backlash to backlash now like i feel like in the 2000s it was like the backlash, the backlash and that was it exactly Okay, I know this has probably been a very long episode, but I just want to do one more thing. Okay. I would like to reimagine Mary-Kate and Ashley uh-huh. on a talk show. Maybe yeah. maybe it's Jimmy Fallon, because mm-hmm. we just saw this beautiful one with what's-her-name, Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> it's They're 15 years old. Mm-hmm. It's 2023. Aww. And they're about to release their Netflix movie, Getting There. It be Netflix movie, yes. So what happens in this episode? so like he would probably also say so you guys you've been famous since you were nine months old yeah i remember seeing you guys when you were kids yeah yeah but so you have a new movie on netflix now how's netflix been for you it's been good i mean they really let us still be like the ceos and like take control of it and like dual star is like a part of that so like we're still able to like be executive producers and netflix has been really great like about like like we really understand our audience and so like they trust us and your audience has been following you all these years oh yeah we have a really solid um like audience like we really know like what what they like and we make all these movies and they our fans are great like shout out to our fans <laughs> then everyone cheers, everyone cheers. <laughs> <laughs> so what is getting there about so you guys are going to be 50 are going to be 16 yep just got our driver's permits <laughs> uh so uh, so this movie is about a road trip 
Well, kind of. Yeah, it's sort of. <laughs> yeah. They kind of get derailed along the way. We're trying to get to the Olympics. It's like she says it's an adventure, but I say it's sort of like a misadventure. Yeah. And so there's just like a lot of fun antics along the way. Yeah. But it's really fun. Like we get to drive. We get to hang out with our friends. Like mm-hmm. we get to go to. Um, oh, did you actually get to go to the Olympics? Yeah. We went to the Olympics like during the actual Olympics. So yeah, that was yeah. really fun. We got to go skiing and snowboarding. But it was so funny, actually. Like one of the girls. Well, it wasn't funny. It was, but it was like kind of scary. One of the girls actually like broke her leg during the filming. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Really? And they wrote it into the script. They were really good about that. And she's so sweet. Yeah, we love her so much. Yeah. Shout out Haley Town. Shout out Holly Town. We love you. Um, <laughs> this is like breaking my heart. Oh, I know. Because it could have been. It could have been. This is how it should have yeah. been. I know. And then he shows a clip and then they talk about it. Yeah. And they're more engaged. Uh-huh. But maybe would they be more engaged? I don't know. It's maybe if it were now, they'd be like, meh, I don't want to do it. No, I know. Because how would they navigate, navigate social media? I don't know. Teen stars. Yeah. Wow. Well, that was really fun and cathartic and honestly made me pretty emotional. Yeah. I hope it made you emotional, too. In like a good <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. Um, well, cool. I feel like this is not the end of this conversation. Uh, not at all. I think this is the beginning. Yeah. But I thought it was a very, very good beginning. Yes. And a very important one. Yes. Thank you guys for coming along on this journey with us. Yeah. Um, we love you. We love you. Um, you're going to want to stick around for next week's. You guys, like, <laughs> I can't even believe that this is happening. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't even want, I don't want to make a big deal because it, it hasn't happened yet. So when we are recording this, this is spoiler alert super bowl sunday still oh what uh we still don't know what happened in the super bowl no (laughs) we're recording this on february 12th we're doing an interview in a couple weeks you just love pulling that curtain don't you but it'll come back it'll come (laughs) next week and it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be absolutely nuts so stick around we love you so much love you you can follow us on instagram and tiktok at they thought i was you you can follow lanny at lanny harms you can follow becca at becca roth you can leave us a five-star review on apple podcast you can a rating and review and we'll shout you out we'll shout you out you can subscribe to our patreon we'll shout you out and you can send us an email at they thought i was you at gmail.com let us know who we missed let us know who'd be interesting to look at and we will do that and if you like this kind of episode yeah what other kinds of like um departures from specific mary kate and ashley content would yeah be interesting for you to listen to yeah bye, bye. love you love you bye they thought i was you if it's up to me you're all